Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider, Chris Bizignano. Chris, the media captain is back, my friend. If you're a small business owner or a marketer tasked with growing your business, contact the media captain. They'll put together a great website and digital marketing package customized for your business. When you contact the media captain, Jason Parks, Mention 12 draft picks, and you'll get $100 advertising credit towards Google for your business. Visit www.themediacaptain.com for a free consult. Buddy, I uh, got an interesting article today. Found one. Uh, yeah. our, our buddy Giants Online, Eddie, sent it to us. Uh, stunning. Stunning. Stunning is the, is the, uh, the right word. Eye-opening. Um, disgusting. I, I don't know what you want to call it. But um, written by a former scout on the Giants in 1996, uh, Greg Gabriel. And we discussed this a few weeks ago. And it came about because I said the Giants are picking sixth. And I can basically name nine, ten, and I think it's up to like 15 guys now that I would take uh, at six. And I'm okay with it, right? There's so many different guys that whatever they do, you know, for the most part, I'm fine with it. Well, in 1996, we always said that the, the four picks that went ahead of them, the Giants picking fifth that year were Keyshawn Johnson, uh, Kevin Hardy, Simeon Rice, and Jonathan Ogden. And then the Giants right. were picking fifth. And like the rest of the world, the Giants apparently were just hoping uh, uh, that the, one of those four would fall. I don't know if they you know, lit a, a candle at St. Patrick's Cathedral or what to hope right. that happens. But uh, much to our <laughs> surprise, I mean, it's one thing for us, uh, two buffoons watching the draft, to say, oh, crap, what do they do now? T- take Terry Glenn? But... George Young, Dan Reeves, these guys had no idea what to do at five. None. I mean, my God, man. How how ill-prepared can you be as a professional organization? Absolute embarrassment. It was a low point in the Giants um, organization. No question about it. An absolute embarrassment that they had the fifth pick, tried to trade back, uh, received some ridiculous offer from the Houston Oilers at the time. They, the Giants said no. They picked fifth and had no idea who to pick. Yeah, they had no idea to pick. The, the Oilers were picking 14th, so the Giants panicked and wanted <clears> to trade out, and everyone sensed the panic and said, I'm not trading with you. And then the Oilers said, ah, we'll give you the 14th overall, and we'll throw in our seventh. And the Giants you know, said no. <laughs> Oddly enough, right. I think the Oilers took Eddie George, so that would have been a great pick if the Giants just took him with fifth. But supposedly Reeves wanted Cedric Jones – and George Young, uh, I don't know if George Young did or not, probably didn't. I, at the parent, according to the article, he didn't. But Dan Reeves did not like Simeon Rice. Right. Uh, everybody likes Simeon Rice except for Dan Reeves. And they're going back and forth about it for like 10, 11 hours from what I understand. Oh, my God, dude. And Wellington Mara, and they were just like, oh, you guys settle it, but come up with somebody. Could I mean, you, could you imagine nowadays if this happened? I, I, it would be all over Twitter. Guys it, would be fired over this. Can you imagine this? A social media. No. Was, uh, if social media was back then, can you I mean, imagine the this? Giants get buried for taking Saquon Barkley, who's all world yeah. over Sam Darnold. Could you imagine taking Cedric Jones at five because you oh. hoped and prayed that one of the four would fall? I tell you, Jerry, reading that, like, you know, it's not and it's not written by somebody who was not in the room. Yeah. It's written by a scout that was in the room. That's insane. I mean, to be so unprepared. And then thinking that Ozzie Newsom and Art Modell were going to take Lawrence Phillips and, and Ozzie Newsom saying, we're not taking a flyer on this Lawrence Phillips. This kid is bad. Yeah, right. And he turned out to be 100% correct. Right. 
We all know what happened with Lawrence Phillips. Yeah. And he took Jonathan Ogden. And the Giants didn't know what to do. I mean, they really believed that, you know, they just they 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 just said, Oh, well, Ozzy's gonna take him because Art Modell wants him. I mean, you don't go into a draft like that. That's embarrassing, Jerry. Embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. Um the worst part is they didn't have a medical history on Cedric Jones. They didn't know what yeah. was wrong with him. And yeah. I didn't know this till reading the article. Cedric Jones can only line up on one side. Yep. Yep. I mean, it was just you know, we're talking about it because we just mentioned the 96 draft in a, in a recent podcast. And, you know, um, that guy, Eddie, sent us the article. And a lot of people wondered what happened that year. Why did they go with Cedric Jones? Well, there you have it, folks. You got <laughs> wow. your answer. Wow. Stan Reeves was fired after that year. He couldn't wait to get out of there because he couldn't work with George Young anymore. Uh, you know, which George Young was very difficult to work with. We all yeah. know. Yep. Okay. Um, George Young ought to be ashamed of himself. Self, I know, I know the late George Young. I mean, but it was an embarrassment. Wellington Maris should have cleaned house. Yep, he should have fired after everybody. That. Yeah, should have fired. I know Reeves got it after the season. Young let Young left in ninety, whatever it was, but he should have cleaned house after that. Now Stray, um, Strahan was taken in ninety three with the second round pick, not played ninety four, ninety five. I believe I could be wrong, but I think he moved to the other side because Cedric Jones came in. I, I think he started off on the right side. And yeah, Terry Jones had to play the right side, right? So if one good thing came of it, I guess Strahan was a better left end than he would have been a right. I don't know. I'm trying to find the silver lining in this, but wow. Well, I, let me ask you this, Jerry. Yeah. Can you ever envision that happening with Gettleman? No. I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, they don't like a lot of stuff Gettleman did and all that, but can you ever envision that happening with Gettleman in the I war mean, room? Gettleman has the one through 600 listed probably. And, if you know, when he's coming up, <coughs> excuse me, it's one, two, three, four. Uh, next guy, next guy, next guy, next guy. We right. could, we couldn't have, we didn't have five guys listed apparently. Nope. Holy Embarrassing. Cow no. man. Not, not a bright spot in the Giants organization, boy. Very, very, uh, very, very sad. And that was the fifth pick. The fifth. We're not talking about a 29th round pick. You know, uh, excuse me, 29th pick in the first round. We're talking about a fifth round pick. I read that today, man, and I, I. You know, I, I guess I thanked God that Gettleman's here now instead of that a, a clown show or whatever, a buffoon crew. <laughs> they were the original buffoon crew. That's the original buffoon crew right uh, yeah, there. I mean, yep. that is that is incompetence. And and someone like yep. George Young, you, you would have figured that he would have, yeah. you know, everyone scouted. And he had a lot of great um, late-round picks and mid-round picks, but to not be that prepared, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe he lost a lot off his fastball. Maybe he was, I don't know, too old. I hate saying yeah. that. But uh, yeah. maybe he was, man. Who the hell knows? But... Uh, wow, that was uh, something else, buddy. And we talked. Yeah, about listen, uh, a lot of people like the they like when we talk about the history and and the past drafts and all that. And, and that, we just discussed that that draft, and now we just found out this little tidbit. Um, so good stuff. I mean, bad stuff, but good stuff at the same time that we were able to talk about it. Uh, thank God, Jerry. This is 2019. Wow, that that's really that was eye opening, bud. When I read that. It was. It was um, eye-opening and embarrassing and all that. And uh, I, people forget the 90s, man. The 90s were not that great to the Giants. They started off with the Super Bowl win, uh, but it went downhill quickly with Ray Hanley. For one year, we had a good year yeah. with Reeves. Yeah. And they were winning record in 94, then losing, losing, then Fossil and the playoff collapse against the Vikings. 98 and 99 weren't good. The yeah. 90s overall, the, it, it just defined by the end of George Young and, the, and, and then Dave Brown to me. You think we could get a dominant team back, Jerry? I mean, if you think about it, bud, we had a dominant team in 86, right? Yeah. 14-2. and two. Yeah. We had a 13-3 squad in 90, 
and we were underdog in the Super Bowl and wound up winning that. Yeah. Okay. Actually, we were underdog in a championship game too, big time. And then we wound up with two upsets. Okay. But we haven't had dominant teams since, Jerry. We had playoff teams. I know we had the two Super Bowls, but even that year, they weren't dominant, right? Chris, like they- Chris you know, this was not planned. And this, this shows you that we can talk about anything. Uh, Robin's Exum uh, at Juki News DM'd us today. And, and this was not planned. You, you just brought this up. No, this was not planned. I don't even know what you're talking about, but go ahead. S- said, could you guys talk about how the 2008 Giants were probably the best Giants team in the last 15 years? They were. And so they I were. was just thinking when you they said. They were better in the 2017. Go ahead. When you said the 86 team, can we have another dominant team? Mm-hmm. That 2008 team was as close as you can get. We were dominating, no question about it, to the Plaxico incident. We nine, were dominating. They were 9-1, and one, and then Burris shot, him, shot himself in the leg. Yep. And then they won. They beat the, I believe, the Cardinals or the Redskins that next mm-hmm. game. I think it was the Redskins. Amani Toomer, I believe, caught a touchdown in that game. And then they lost three of, uh, what, three of their last, they were 10-1. and one. Yeah, they, they held on again. Last five. They lost the, they the, held on the last Sunday night game in a brutal weather, and they lost in the first playoff game. They lost to the Eagles, they lost to the Cowboys, and they lost to another team, and I can't mm-hmm. remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ended up 12 and four, but they were 10 and one at one point. The Eagles yeah. was uh, at home. I'll never yeah. forget it when they singled up Westbrook on Antonio Pierce and he ran for mm-hmm. a screen pass for a touchdown. Well, we got to get back to this. You know, let's get some dominating team. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping Gettleman was building this up. But, but to, answer, to answer your question, and I've, I just saw so yeah. I've done a 180, and you've mm-hmm. kind of talked me into it over the last few weeks. Right. I'm with you, man. 12 picks. I want at least seven, more likely eight on defense. I want to tell defense. you what. Um, I see a lot of our followers in, in on it too, man. Yeah. A lot of followers are like, you know what? Defense, man. You're right. Defense. Um, which we'll talk about some corners coming out. Um, I know we want to talk about a little bit of a story. We're going to get off track a little bit. Not off track, but I know you want to discuss a story about a person that passed away. Jerry, you, I know you want to get into that a little bit. Yeah. A, subscri- a subscriber of ours and um, called American Sports Media, a, a widow, actually. And her husband uh, was in his 60s and passed away from cancer. And she said to them that she buried the last, the latest issue of the Giant Insider with him. And I was blown away. I'm like, what? Wait, what? So, right. um, you know, in the obituary, uh, the Giant Insider was mentioned. It said his, his, his Bible was the Giant Insider. And it was an incredible story. It was an incredible outreach from, from this woman. And I, I called her to thank her. Like, I didn't know what to say. Like, what the hell do you say to that, right? She right. called American Sports Media, who owns a giant insider, owns another uh, number of other publications. So uh, the owner of, the, of American Sports Media called me, or, or texted me, rather, and said, hey, um, a widow just called, said that, uh, you know, they buried the latest edition of the giant insider with her husband. And I, I thought, you know, I've heard of jerseys being buried with people. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. What a what an incredible um, honor! And, and yeah. I, like it's like very humbling, right, Jerry? Yeah, very it humbling. is. Like, and I'm not trying to be funny. Like that is incredible. No, not at all. Like, did you reach out to her, Jerry? Yeah, I did. I, I called her. Tell her. Oh, I'm I sorry thought that. I, was. I think that's. I, I I think that's a very classy move, but it was a very nice thing that you did. It was overwhelming, um, though, when you hear that. It's overwhelming. Yep. Um, proud yeah. to be part of it, Jerry. The last I'm here uh, this will be my third season. Come up, very, I'm proud to be part of it. And it's a very humbling. When you told me that story, Jerry, I just, I was actually in Staten Island at the time. And I, I was just like, what? I could not believe what you told me. Um, yeah. So, um, listen, very, like I said, very, uh, a very humbling moment. Glad that 
you know, that, that man who died at such a young age, for what you told me, in his yeah, 60s, in his right? in 60s, yeah, it sucks. Um, um, that he enjoyed the publication that much. So uh, very happy to hear that. And I'm, um, so, yeah, t- it's an incredible story. Yeah, and and that's it, it's funny because we always joke like it, it means more to Giant fans, and it just does. I don't care what anybody says. Do you understand why I always say that? How Giants football is more than just a sport. It's God, family, and the Giants, and I don't know. Sometimes it's not in that order. I'll be honest with you. I think for a lot of people, it's just it's just it's it's more than just a sport on Sunday afternoons. Yeah, and when you hear stories like that, and you hear stories about dads, and we both we talked about it before. Me and you, Jerry, we lost our dads the last few years. Uh, you know, a lot of people have lost family members, and 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 what a lot of the memories they have is what Giants football. Yeah, this is why we're passionate about it, bud. Yep, this is why we got to get back going here, get Mister Gettleman. <laughs> no pressure, right? Dave. No pressure, Dave. Lives are depending on it. All right, Dave. I gave you a free pass one year with the questions, but I'll be seeing you in a couple of Thursdays. A week from Thursday, I'll be seeing you. Uh, and, two and, weeks. And by uh, the way, everybody listening, if you're watching a press conference, Chris's voice. Accent, pretty easy to figure out. <laughs> All right, listen. And, and, a, and by the way, he addresses Shermer as only he does, coach. Yes. Dave well, says, that's, you know, sorry, Chris, Chris says, coach, question for you. Right. Well, you know what, Jerry? I've coached a lot in my lifetime. Um, as the respect I think he deserves. And I hear Bob Papa, guys like Bob Papa and all that. They do it all the time. So if Bob Papa could do it, I said, you know what? I'm doing it because that's the way I was raised in sports. You call the guy a coach, you know. Even though, even though, call, even though Pat like they're at the bar. Hey, Pat. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm not getting into that, but um, you know, even though he's my age, Pat Sherman, I think he's a year older than me. You know, um, he's still the coach, and that's the way I like to do it. And if anybody doesn't like it, I could give a crap less. <laughs> Let's get into some corner. We got some draft coming up in a couple of weeks, bud. No, I didn't know that was coming up. Coming up, bud. You feeling it? Oh. Let's get into some corners. Listen, you know I'm a big baseball fan, right? Yeah, your team sucks right now, buddy. Yeah, we suck. I know. I agree. <laughs> we're 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 a big baseball. I'm a big baseball fan, and Jerry, I want to get into the cornerbacks a little bit because cornerbacks to me, Jerry, is like pitching. Yeah, you can never have enough of them. Yeah, especially in today's NFL, where guys are winging it around a lot, forty times. 35 times a game, you know? One of the questions the other night was, Betcher's defense, he's not really doing what he did in Arizona. And we both thought it was a great Mm -hmm. question. And you said, well, that's because of the corners that they have. Right now, penciled in. um, And it's a darker pencil than the right tackle, Chad Wheeler. Mm -hmm. But it's Jenkins and Sam Beal with Grant Haley as the slot Mm -hmm. corner. And then you got Antonio Hamilton, who's more of a special teams guy. Yeah, yeah. If Antonio Hamilton's in a slot covering anybody, you might as well just cancel the season, okay? But we always said in this draft— You don't agree with that? No, yeah, 100%. I'm, 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 oh, because I'm, you seem like you blew me off with that one. Okay, no, go ahead. I'm, I'm blowing off Antonio Hamilton in the slot. I'm moving on oh, to, okay. no, that's never going to happen, buddy. It's a... <laughs> hey, bud, not yeah. for nothing. Yeah. You know, Jenkins had a pretty good year last year, nothing special. He had a decent year, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So we're, he's coming back. And, you know, the kid Bill's coming back uh, off the injury. We don't know what he's going to do. I mean, this is not a solid position, Jerry. We could be in huge, huge trouble here. Now, it could be a positive. If Jenkins plays well and his kid Bill's the real deal, then it's a good position, Jerry. But right now, if you look at it right now, hey, man, this is a major question mark. This is why I'm pushing. I want a corner at 17, Jerry. Yeah? I want... 
I think Greedy will be off the board. Williams, but I think Murphy. I think your boy from Notre Dame, Julian Love. I think DeAndre Baker. They're all, they're all going to be all right, there at so, seventeen. So, so when okay, before we get into the corners, when are you taking your right tackle then? I'm I'm sorry, I'm going second round. Okay, that's fair. I'm going second round. I, I, it's a high second round pick, so it's like what thirty five, thirty seven, thirty seven, thirty seven. Right, so it's not that. Bad. I'm I'm sorry. Don't apologize. Okay. I, I'm one. I, you know what? You could. You know what, Jerry? I tell you what. Yeah, that's me. That's what I would do. But if one of these tackles, and there's not many good ones out there coming out, Jerry. There's not many good ones. There really isn't. That's, it's why, not, that's oh, why I think it's crucial to get it earlier. Right. So, And there'll be a good corner at 37. There should be still a good corner left at 37. Yeah. All right. right. So, so so, how do you rank the corners in this draft as far as like okay. the, your, your, your dream corner to I'll take um, it? Well, I like I, Greedy Williams runs a 4-3. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty... He's six one. I mean, like six two, six one. He's the ultimate. He's the best corner coming out, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Greedy Williams. Yeah. Um, but this Byron Murphy kid is a just a tad bit slower, around the same size. I like him a lot, Jerry. And listen, I saw the Julian Love kid, man. I saw the kid all his, you know, his years in Notre Dame. He's a little bit small, a little bit slow, but he's always around that ball. And you know, to me, this four five, and then you know the rocks, the rock is sin. Kid coming out and DeAndre Baker of Georgia, but yeah. I understand fully. You know, listen, you want to go to offensive tackle if he's there. One of those kids, and he should be at seventeen. Yeah, and then we probably get get a real good corner. Let's put it this way. Let me let me change what I said a little bit. I we need a corner out of those out of the first three picks. Is that fair? Yes, one hundred percent fair. Okay, I want a corner out of those first three picks. And then you're going to see some more, Jerry, down the road. I'm just talking about a top-flight corner coming out. So you named him. Um, I don't know what website, or what, you're probably not looking at a website because you're you're kind of a buffoon with college football. But yeah, I'm a buffoon. Period. So, yeah, but if you have corner, if you're ranking corners, Walter's Walter Football has DeAndre Baker one, Greedy Williams two, mm-hmm. uh, Byron Murphy three, Rocky Sin four. And your boy right. Julian Love five, and then it has Omani. I can't pronounce your last name. Penn State, and seven is Trayvon Mullen from Clemson. Yeah, another another impressive kid. Yeah, Jamel, Jamel Dean from Auburn at eight. Mm-hmm. Lonnie Johnson at nine, and that, this, now you're getting into uh, projection rounds two to four, and mm-hmm. Chauncey Gardner Johnson at ten. Right, right. Well, I tell you what, but um, I I got greedy number one coming out i got the murphy kids too um and i tell you what this is what i was telling you they mean you were talking you know personally um sometimes i look at i see kids i'm I, like i'm looking at these kids a lot now like i told you remember i said the other day i said jerry yeah. i'm really looking at these kids a lot and i see deandre baker and i see george i'm like wait a minute i even what am i am i a buffoon <laughs> right i mean i've seen this kid numerous times i love this kid yeah. i got him down as number three right now yeah. This always changes, folks. You know, it's just like I changed the edge kids the other day. Yeah, that, that calls a the stir, to say the least. And people are like, oh, Josh Allen, Chris, what are you, crazy? You're a Russian. First of all, Rashawn Gary's got a pro. He's got an NFL-type game. All I'm saying is that I looked at them both. I kind of like, you know, Gary a little bit, Allen five. I could change it again next week. I'm looking at him a lot, all this different stuff. All right, I don't, I don't know why people get down to Rashawn Gary. The, the kid's got like an NFL-type game because he didn't have 15 sacks last season. 
Uh, what the concern with him is it doesn't translate to the field that it's oh, a okay. warrior. But but okay. uh, I, I wanted to I wanted to uh, give you a comment. A buddy of mine who's the Jets fan who listens religiously, loves us, uh, said to me, "I want to understand something." Uh, he had Josh Allen one. Now he's got Josh Allen five, and he only says that because. I think he thinks that the Jets are going to take Josh Allen at three. So he's aggravated. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, now Josh Allen's the, the, the fifth best edge rusher, according to Bisignano. <laughs> well, you know what? Josh Allen's the type of kid, you know, a lot of people are like still, they're like, well, let's see. I know he, he was active last year, but they're not a lot. Everybody's soul in Josh Allen, Jerry. Yeah, the Kentucky a, thing too. It's weird. A lot of people like the Gary kid, you know. Yeah. Oh, the production of it. Why? Every time I see Michigan, the kid was out. He kid was doing his thing. I don't. I don't know. You know what? You know people. Whatever. We'll see. Okay. Um, I like them both. All right. I mean, it could be like four, four, eight. Don't get me wrong. I, I just switched it up because I think this kid Burns it could be a very impactful type player. Yes, he's a little light. That worries me a little bit. But I think he'll gain ten pounds. You know, he's still a kid and all that stuff. He's just a junior, uh, you know, a junior coming out, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and, then, you know, Jerry, I look at these corners, you know, like you said, this DeAndre Baker, you know, I, I like him. Uh, I, th- how about how about a kid in the third round, a sec- uh, third round like the kid from Penn State, the Armani kid? Yeah. You know, he runs a four four seven. He's The kid's like 6'2", six, 6'1". Six, but we, got, we need corners. We have to take a corner in the first three picks. And then you, and then we have to go a couple more down. We have a ton of picks, man. You know, yep. um, we, we need corners, bud. Because if Jenkins has a down year and Bill is just okay, wh- who do we have out there? Yeah, right, right. So I'm saying, and I think I have faith in Gettleman addressing this position. You know what, bud? I put something on Twitter the other day. What position do you think is going to have the most draft picks? Right? Oh, a, a, a line, defensive line. Has to be. Right, and everybody had the line and, and all that. You know, so, so, I, so yeah. hot off the presses, I, I texted uh, my wife's cousin who plays for Temple. Um, you know, he'd have a, a, an inside track to rock your sin. I said, what, yeah. do, what, do, you, what well, do you got? What do you got? And he writes, "Dude is insane." And I, oh no, what's that mean? And he goes, "I mean, work ethic wise." I said, "How so?" Right. He said, "Extremely good, uh, very good kid, uh, very bright, and ridiculous athlete." So. Rocky yeah, Sin is someone, I got top four. Yeah, Rocky Sin is someone who's climbed up. I haven't gone to Pittsburgh in my mock, and we'll do our mocks probably next week because the week after, right. baby, it's the draft. But um, right. oh, wait a minute, no, this is the fifteenth. No, yeah, no, week. Yeah, not week. a week two after weeks. that. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I said. So um, yeah, it's just interesting to get an inside perspective. Uh, you know, we are the insider, but now we're also the Temple insider because we have an inside track right. on the players on Temple and who they play. Right. But um, right. yeah, he, he likes them a lot. So well, you listen. Can you get any better, right? Uh, can you get any better information than the kid? The kid plays with him. <laughs> That's right, right. The kid plays, you know? Yep. And, so, and also, yeah, was, you know, he sees his work ethic in the weight room, too. Right. I mean, here's a kid that sees him every day. Right. You know, he said he's a good kid. He works hard. He's a top three, four corner coming out. I mean, he's probably going to go late first round. Yeah. Right? Yep. So, hey, I want a corner out of those top three, but uh, offensive lineman corner, and I want the edge guy. You know why I stand on the six pick. So, yeah, do you, what about you? What are you? What are you thinking? Just same way? No more quarterback? No. So uh, I'll give you my uh, my mock. Um, what if Haskins is there? Seventeen. Oh, yeah. oh no, man. We need so much. I saw you put. I saw you put something on Twitter the other day about oh, run to the podium. I, I know. Yes. <laughs> So, so I, I'm on I'm on the the Chris Bisignano train at, at six, where I want the best defender available, 
If Quinn and Williams falls, I imagine it would be him. I don't know why they think he'll fall. I don't think he'll get past Oakland, but what do I know? You never know with these drafts, bud. But if it's him and Devin White there, I really – now the more I think about it, I think Devin White's going to go five to Tampa uh, just because just I want him. But, okay, so say Devin White and Quinn and Williams are there. They can take either either player, uh, and I'd be happy. Then at 17, I, I – I wanted a tackle because there's not, you know, there's not that many. Like you said, there's some good ones. Yeah. There's Jawan yeah. Taylor. There's uh, Jonah Williams. There's Cody Ford. Those guys aren't going to last. And Andre long. Dillard. That's about it. Yeah. And, and then there's always a run on these positions. And there's a mm-hmm. run, and then they go and shoot. Like, are they going to be there in the second round? But if Haskins is there at 17, how do you not take him? I love that kid. I do. I, I love his arm. I love his attitude, his personality, his brains, everything. Jersey. Jersey babies from Jersey. Like, I just grew up a Giants fan. I know that shouldn't count, but it just does. And I, I anyway, so what I have is round one, Devin White and Cody Ford. So six and 17. <laughs> then I have Zach Allen from Boston College in the second round because the Maras will not be able to resist someone from Boston College. Half the family. So you don't want, so you don't want a corner with the top three picks. I, I, I hang on. I'll get there. All right. Don't get nasty. No, yeah, I don't. Just... <laughs> so. Zach Allen, half the Mara family goes to Fordham. The other half goes to Boston College. Fordham's not a good football team. They'll take Zach Allen. Then I have the Giants trading a fourth and a fifth to move up into the third, higher than the third-round pick they have now, to take Julian Love from Notre Dame. Okay, maybe maybe you didn't hear the question I just asked. Yes. What was that again? You don't want a corner in the top three picks. No, I don't. No. No. Did you hear that we need a top corner? We can get him in the third. We're going to get one of these top four kids in the third round? Yeah. Are you on top track? Five. Top five. We'll get him. Somebody always falls. I'm telling you, man. We don't have to. We need We need. A, we need an edge rusher and a tackle way more than we need a corner. Okay, so the second round we go with these top one of these top corners coming out. But we didn't, but if we take Devin White one, then we still need an edge rusher. It's going to be, it's going to be an edge rusher in round two. We need line, look, Well, listen, Jerry, if yeah. that happens, yes, I agree with you. If they, if they go with the linebacker White, and then it, obviously a tackle, then they're going to go with an edge guy. But if, the they go, if they go edge at six and then tackle at seven, We're going edge at six. Do you hear okay, me, stop, Foley? Stop yelling at me. Then we All can right. get a corner in round two. <laughs> We're going past Russia at six. It's your boy Gary. All of a sudden, Mr. Uh, Mr. Um, no, 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 no. It might not be Gary, but we're going past Russia. How did you rank? It could be sweat. Rank, what was your latest ranking of your edge rusher? <laughs> I, want, I want you I to had say Bosa. it for Okay. Here's my latest rankings. And Bosa, Burns, um, Burns, Gary. And Burns too. Burns. He is flying up the charts. Rashawn Gary and Montez Sweat with Josh Allen right behind them. And I know, you know, a lot of people, they want me to switch, you know, the Rashawn Gary and Josh Allen. And that's fair. That's no problem. I just kind of like Rashawn Gary. I just think he might be a little bit better all around the NFL in his game. But that's fair. I'm not saying you people are wrong. I'm just saying what I like right now. That's all. That's what I like right now. But we're going edge, Jerry, with the six pick. Do you guy, get, um, get that through your head. You mentioned Brian Burns. And uh, what's the issue with him? He's light, right? He's just a little light. Yeah. You know, he's only like – you're at the combine. He's only 249. But listen, this kid – He's lightning quick. I, I, I like him, but I, I think, you know, he's he's skyrocketing, man, on his chart, you know. Um, and the more I look at him, the more I really like him. That's just me, but it's the way, you know. Um, 
Listen, are we going to be upset if they go Devin White? I, of course I wouldn't be. Are you out of your mind? Of course not. I just, gonna, I just think we need a pass rush of bad, bud, and that's where they're going to go. I think it's funny. These guys are like stocks. They haven't played a game since, you know, yep. January if they were lucky. Yep. And they're rising and falling based on, I yep. guess, workouts and more film. Like Wow. Like, it's, yeah. it's astounding. Like, a guy like Burns, mm-hmm. you know, a couple months ago, it was, oh, yeah, second rounder. Now it's maybe top 10. It's just insane. Crazy. Jerry, look how, look how much, I mean, look how much some of the Clemson kids are falling. Chris, importantly, yes, I know, right? They are falling. I mean, some of them are falling. Now they're saying Dexter Lawrence can be taken in the second round by the Giants. Yeah, what? I mean, uh, you know, uh, Colleen Fowl, uh, at the beginning of the year, he was, oh, he's going to be a surefire top five pick. Now people got him down middle rounds. Chris, real quick, yeah. very, very important. If Cedric Jones was in this draft, where would he go? Cedric Jones, um, probably uh, maybe seventh round. <laughs> maybe Houston would take him with that seventh round pick they offered us. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, but but I also have I also have guys later, um, and I've read it. I'm not going to bore everybody. You can read it in the Giant Insider, but I have them taking three edge rushers uh, throughout the draft: a nose tackle, a true nose tackle, uh, a safety, a corner, uh, a running back, and a wide out. Um, aside from from white in the tackle, so the the one of the wideouts that that's being mentioned and and we talked about it before, Preston Williams. Um, that's a, a a guy who now everybody's mentioning because of the year he had, uh, thirteen hundred yards. But he's he's a late round project, a big guy. But um, yeah, man, I'm I'm psyched. I, I can't wait for this to get here. It, it, it's the longest. It seems like it's the longest wait for any draft ever because. We have so much. We have so much capital. We have so much. And I, the more I think about it, I totally believe we're moving up. I, I don't think we're gonna wait till pick whatever it is in round three. Uh, what is it, ninety five? I think we're gonna move up. I think we're gonna trade a fourth, a fifth, maybe a pick next year to get up into that third round very high. And that's where I think we're gonna take our corner. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, we'll see, man. It's, it's that's what makes it great, man. Oh, what about what about the lock kid now, quarterback? If he's dead, seventeen. Well, now they're saying uh, so. Um, what what is this Daniel Jones stuff too? I mean, I, oh, they got to stop. Can we stop at this Daniel Jones? Jones? One of the one, oh of the one of the beat writers who shall remain nameless said that uh, Drew Locke will go up. Uh, well, the Giants will trade up to nine. Uh, so they'll trade up to nine <clears throat> to take Locke. That they'll trade. Um, I don't know if it, from seven they'll trade their seventeen and then they'll trade a fourth and a fifth or something like that. Which mm. I, I don't even know if it's enough to move from seventeen to nine. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, I don't know about maybe, that. maybe yeah. a pick next year. It's gonna be it's, something next year. Yep. But then they'll take their quarterback at nine. I just thought. Well, they barely, they barely really love him, man. Yeah. If they're gonna go quarterback route, and they liked Rosen better than all these guys that are coming out, then I'm sure you could get Rosen for draft picks this year. You know, and, and for he, third, he's close. It, it, it's not a foregone conclusion, but he's pretty close to. The Redskins are the front runners now for Rosen, aren't they? Yeah, it seems like they're in on him. Yep. And they yep. just signed Case Keenum, didn't they? With all that money. Yeah, uh, I guess they don't have much faith in, you know, Alex Smith supposed to is supposed to miss the year, Jerry. You know, and who knows like if he's, he's ever, ever coming back? back. Yeah, I mean, shame. yeah, it's a shame. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of tells you they don't really expect him back. You know, um, so if they let's see what they do on draft night. You know, um, they might go supposedly they're in on Rosen. Right. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be interesting. Whatever team he goes to, how much I just I cannot believe that a team took a quarterback in the top ten. And I know it's a new coach and all, but wouldn't the Giants get murdered for doing this? <laughs> like, murdered. 
oh my god the arizona cardinals it's like oh they'll they like yeah. you know well they like murray that's how yeah. it is okay yeah i guess that's fine I yeah mean, well that that in my opinion that organization is a mess you know so but no one's killing them for it they're saying oh, well, well it's arizona yeah it's arizona you know um they're a mess I mean, you know, they, they gave a coach one year. They got rid of him. They move up in the draft. They, they take a franchise quarterback. They're looking to unload him because some college kid likes him. College coach who got fired halfway through the year. Oh, I love the kid. So they're going to draft him number one. Okay, we'll see. They better hope it works out, but that franchise is going to be done for the next five to seven years. Done. Now they're saying that um, um, that if, if Kyler Murray doesn't go one, that if it's Bosa, uh, that the – the team that's going to trade up to get Murray would be the Redskins as well. So the Redskins seem all in. I don't even know why. If that's the case, if they're trading, if they're trying to trade for Rosen, if they're all in on Murray and are trading up, the hell did they bring in Case Keenum for then? Like, why even bother? Well, don't forget they traded for Keenum before, right? Before this Murray stuff came out, right? Before no, or even. No, but what I mean is, they're, if they seem hell bent on getting a quarterback anyway, whether it's Drew Locke, whether it's Haskins, whether it's. Murray, it just seems like the Redskins now are all in on getting a QB. And mm-hmm. it's evidenced by the fact that they want Josh Rosen. What the hell did they even go after Case Keenum at all for? As a backup? It's an expensive backup. I just... That's why I don't know who the hell to believe. Because if if they're all in on a quarterback, they should have gotten Keenum. Keenum. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Arizona is going Kyler Murray. I think we all know that, you know? Um so they could, you know, talk about, oh, maybe. What if they don't go uh, now? That's just the what, what if game now. You know, he, he they're going Kyle Murray. Joe. I don't think there's any question about that, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have it going uh, yeah. unless they're, you know, the the best poker players in the world. Yeah. But now they now they want more than a second rounder, right? They're being offered a second rounder, aren't they, for for Rosen? That's what I'm hearing. I don't know. That's what that's what I'm hearing. What what do they want? I mean, if, you know. So yeah, give us your first. They, We're if, taking a quarterback. No. Yeah, if they think they're gonna get a one form, they're not gonna get a one. Oh, I shouldn't say that. You never know what a team, but they're not gonna get a one form, in my opinion. So you know, uh, if somebody's there and offering them a two, they should take them, man, because they're drafting Murray. And when it comes to draft night, you're not getting a two then. No, you're not. I don't think you're getting a two. I tell you what, man. You know what's worrying me a little bit? If the 49ers go Q Williams and then the Jets land Bosa. Yeah, that would suck. Oh my God, would that suck? No. Yes, yeah, so you could tell, and you could tell your friend there at work. Yeah, that's that would suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wearing those uniforms, I mean, I like that talent. Wow, I like Joey Bosa at Ohio State. Yeah, um, I thought he would be a really pretty good defensive end. When he's healthy, he's proven that already for the Chargers. He's pretty good, yeah. and I liked when I saw his brother. You know, the last few years. I was like, wow, this kid Nick is—he's better than his brother Joey, and you know, and he was dominating last year until he got hurt early in the year. Yeah, and I think he's going to be better than Joey in the NFL. You know, yep. I hate to see him in a green uniform. I have to be honest with you. So, couple points of business before we get to um, our buffoons of the week. First, I—I I, I don't have—I don't—I don't know if it's the confidence or the ego is the right word, but to think that people want certain items, right? Like the, the, the t-shirts were an idea from followers and they said, Hey, how about buffoon crew t-shirts? And I put a poll, Hey, do you guys want t-shirts? Sure. Overwhelmingly. Uh, yes. And uh, now we're in, uh, as you saw on Twitter today, Austria, Germany, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> England, all over the place, Australia. 
So buff- yeah. buffoons everywhere. And then someone suggested, hey, how about bumper stickers? So I just said, well, let me see. I'll throw it out yeah. there. And the response has been ridiculous. So I ordered about 250. They're coming in next week. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to be driving on the New Jersey Turnpike. Oh, me too, man. And see hashtag buffoon crew on someone's car. Yeah, oh, me too, man. You know what? I'm going to try to pull up alongside the person, and they're probably going to call the cops on me because they're going to be like, what is this lunatic doing next to us trying to flag us down? Yeah. You know, when I see somebody with the bumper sticker, you know, it's going to be, it is going to be wild, man. I tell you, the, to have those bumper stickers on the road, bud, what do you think? Yeah, it's crazy. And they're, they're going to be cheap, guys. So when they come in, uh, you know, they're not paying an arm and a leg for them. Um, but I just, I can't believe how people, you know, people are like, I have to buffoon my, somebody said, I have to buffoon crew my car. And I was like, that's hilarious. So. Yeah, um, they'll be in next week. I'll post when they're available. I can't, Jerry. I can't wait to go to training camp and see the cars and see like some of them on a bumper sticker. See all the buffoons. It's gonna be great, man. It's, and people and with the shirts on and yeah, you know, and all that. So it's listen, folks. It's it's wild, man. We're really glad you're liking it, man. It's it's good stuff, man. It's we good got stuff. we got to get one on your boy Banks. I want to see Banks with. Well, if buffoon. we do that thing, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we'll put uh, Banks X for one last time we did with him. I so, know, uh, I know. We'll get one with Banks. We'll throw it on Twitter. A picture with the fifty eight there. Uh, should be good. Which leads us to, not the Banks, but speaking of, I guess. Hats. I know it's shirts and bumper stickers, but can we get into the hats? That's going to lead us yeah. into buffoon of the week. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. So we we. Oh we, my god! Look, it's it's a it's a dry off season. I could name Gary Sanchez for not being able to run the bases, but this is a football podcast. Um, and I know he had three home runs yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but he just it. hit three moonshots. I get it, but come on, how do you not run back to third and no, fall just, over just... yourself? Anyway, uh, but hey, he's he too tired. He's too tired for swinging a bat, man. He hit like he almost I hit know. four homers yesterday. Yeah, three home runs. That, 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 yeah, great. Okay, yeah, yeah, but, yeah for high school pitcher. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. That's what I mean. Like, can you just yeah. run back to the base? So, Chris and I have the same buffoon this week. That's that's rare, but again, kind, uh, of, kind of an off week. Chris, Chris, yeah, have at it. Oh my God, that draft night hat. Is that the worst? Is that the ugliest thing you've ever seen, Jerry? Yeah, it's like we're it's like half Julius Caesar. And I saw an orange one or something. What the hell? Uh, I I don't know what buffoon came up with that hat, but whoever it is, it's an embarrassment. I have to be honest with you. Uh, it's ugly. It looks stupid. <laughs> I don't even want to see it on um, Montez Sweat's ha- head. Over Sean Gary's head, opening night. I mean, a draft night. <laughs> Notice I use the edge guy, but edge no, know, guys, you know Yes, yes, yes. Um, but whoever came up with those hats this year for the draft, I mean, whoever it is, look in the mirror because you are the buffoon of the week. What's confusing to me, and I don't even know if it's real. You have the stupid. Wow, are they leaves? Are they bumblebees? That's bad enough. Then you have an alternate hat that's orange. Like, it's are we the Mets yeah. or the Knicks? Like, what, what is the, the Knicks? hell is that? Like, make it any other color. You make it orange. I mean, the last few years has been nice. You know, a nice draft hat. It looks this year. It's like the the seventy five Mets or something with the orange. I don't know what the heck it is, man. But it's really it's total buffoon buffoondom. 
It's actually buffoonum at its best, Jerry. No question about it. I mean, who buffoonum at really its best. I don't see anyone wearing these, and it's not like I'm trying to like crap on the NFL merchandise, but why would you buy that? That's not, I, I hate it. Just for the sake of buying a 2019 draft hat, I understand if people want to do that. I really do, but man, that is that is one ugly looking thing, man. It really is unbelievable. Um, I suggest. Yeah. I mean, I think they should just have a giant. With the, what it says, buffoon, hashtag buffoon crew on a hat. Oh, my God. Well, that that's another person said, how about koozies? How about hats? I'm like, all right, one thing at a time. We'll see how these go. And if uh, my wife doesn't care about all the merchandise in the garage, then we'll keep buying things and getting rid of them. But, um, yeah. With the sixth pick in the draft, the uh, fifth pick, uh, uh, listen to me, the sixth pick in the draft, the Giants draft, Brian Burns, and he comes out with the buffoon, hashtag buffoon crew <laughs> on the hat. That would be awesome. Oh, my God. We can pull that off. Uh, but anyway, uh, good job, buddy. Anything else you want to add? No, listen. Um, next week we'll do our mock, right? Yes. We'll, I'm sure we'll change it. We'll probably—I don't know about you, but I'm sure I'm going to change about three times before next week. Yeah. Um, Thursday we'll get into a little other position in the draft, and we're almost there, bud. We're almost there. Well, you know? yeah. What we can do maybe is um, we'll, we'll maybe do a, a whole first round mock one day, and then. The, just the whole Giants draft uh, the other day and kind of compare notes and go back and forth and argue as to why I'm right and Chris is wrong. We can always do that. So, like Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> all right, guys. The guy who wanted Haskins for two months, and all of a sudden he doesn't want him at all. Okay. <laughs> he wants him at 17 now. Anyway, uh, all right, guys. If you want to order a copy of Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com or go to magster.com for a digital subscription, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. Thank you all for the support again, the T-shirts, the uh, soon-to-be bumper stickers, and for listening. The downloads are more and more every week. We appreciate it. 18,000 strong following us on Twitter. Remember, guys, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. See you Thursday, everybody.